Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. Welcome to the program. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Oh, I would also like to welcome you to the program. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. That's a new thing that we're going to do. We're going to welcome people into bring the program. People in. We're big tent. Yeah. I mean, I think it's better than our old intro where we just tell the audience to go fuck themselves. The old suck it intro, yeah. as we called it. We don't even want you to be listening. No. Go stick it in your ear. Delete this from say. your hard drive. That actually was our slogan. We meant for stick it to it be a pun, ear. but it became more literal than, yeah. you know. Well, was, we started the show when we were 1930 street urchins. <laughs> and someone had just taken our stickball broom handle. Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, we is... were kicking that can, we said to the guy who took our can. I I just real quick, please. Um, you know, I we've already welcomed in the new listener. Mm-hmm. So the new listener out there, you're in, you're on board. Welcome to the program, uh, loyal listeners. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> no, no, Lo- loyal, loyal listeners. listeners loyal thank listeners you. now are wondering what the weather's like in Los Angeles. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's beautiful in Los it's Angeles. Beautiful. It was cold earlier this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost actually cold. Yeah, lows. In the, I woke up one morning. 35 degrees outside. I had to put an extra blanket on the bed. Exactly. However, now, 75. Sure. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous in Los Angeles. Cruising did you know around. that about Los Angeles? Yeah, I, I did. I've, Weather is nice. Yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. Uh, but the parking. Go, um, Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no I was just going to say I, I've been, I've been cruising around in a T-shirt today for the first time in a while. You know, I'm wearing a T-shirt myself now. It's feeling nice. I will say I added a layer, safari jacket. Mm-hmm. But that's for utility. You got pockets. You got bottom and sure. top pockets for, for your blunderbuss. Um, I was going to say gun. I was going to say what's that uh, disease you get from mosquitoes? Malaria. Yeah, your malaria medication. Your quinine. Sure, sure. Your tonic in one pocket and your mm-hmm. gin in the other. Absolutely. You know how to do it Hemingway style. Yeah, of course. Uh, I uh, since it was so nice, I, I had a walk over to the uh, to the coffee shop this morning, uh, and I just I walked after having gotten out of the shower. And the lady at the counter was just kind of looking at me and she's like, do you – did you used to come in here a lot? And I, I go in there fairly regularly and I said, uh, yeah, I mean I, I, I come in here once in a while. And she says, yeah, I think I recognize you but your hair's not always wet. <laughs> and I said, that's where you're wrong, ma'am. As soon as it starts to dry, I will be running into the bathroom. And sticking my head under the sink. You just go from sprinkler to sprinkler. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Running bend it to waist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let, let's introduce our guest. Sure. Uh, At last. Uh, of course, you, you know him. Uh, you know him as the host of The Dinner Party, formerly The Dinner Party Download. But they've expanded. They've set their horizons wider. Yeah. That's right. Because you could, you could potentially stream the program. Yeah. So... Download is dinner party stream doesn't sound right to me. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. Actually, I've tried that out and it just it's, it's just no. It it's unsuitable. Little, sure. no, it's Rico not... Galliano, welcome to the program. <laughs> I am glad to be here. I would just like to join both of you in mm-hmm. saying fuck off to your audience. <laughs> sure. I dislike you immensely. Sure. Don't need you. Sure. In yeah. fact, we you've really lot... you've really let yourself go. Audience. Yeah. Oh, to the audience. Yeah. I was like, what? no, you look great. What? I'm your you guest. You look real good. Treat You're me like svelte. a guest. You dinner, look very dinner party good. rule number one: like, do not say bad things. You have an athletic. <laughs> you have an athletic physique. I bet you work out. I uh, 
do. You can't tell. See, unlike you, I am wearing a sweater right now. I forgot that it was nice out because I spent all day in bed. <laughs> sure. So I walked out thinking that we were still living in the Arctic tundra style Los Angeles that we've been in for the last week. But so here I am. You can't you can't tell if I'm ripped or not. By Arctic tundra style Los Angeles, we mean Chicago in late April. That's correct. <laughs> Do you remember? There I, are there are several giant sloths. Though. <laughs> that is true. That is correct. Did you? Did either of you? Are you either of you East Coasters? I don't know your no. Uh, no, I'm from San Francisco, and Jordan is from Orange County. I see Orange County. Woo, gets you know nipple hardening down there. It can get up down. Into I mean, the just because it's so 90s. sexually arousing. <laughs> all, like, I mean, we should explain your it. nipples will get hard if you're super into dudes in raised trucks who love social distortion. That's exactly yeah. what I was about to Where say. You, baseball caps. I was caps. about to say Jordan is sexually aroused by raised trucks. <laughs> So, yes, that will get your nipples hard. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It would get to like when it finally turned 48 degrees, you know, around mm-hmm. June. It was like everybody would be like, yeah, there would be thongs and just like everyone <laughs> where, you know, you, you were lucky if you. This is a butt thong or a foot thong? It would be either one. Sure. You, know, you were lucky. Both. It was Pittsburgh in the 80s. So you were lucky to have anything, frankly, with the, at the time we were eating. Pittsburgh in the dinner. 80s was a wild yeah, if by it wild you mean like, emptying rapidly like of humanity. It was like Warhol's factory in the late 60s, <laughs> early 70s. Uh, uh, yeah, in the se- yeah, it was like Warhol's factory in the late 70s without anything cool happening and people sad all the time. <laughs> and Mario Lemieux. And Mario, don't never forget. Hockey legend sure. Mario Lemieux. That's right. I would never forget. Can you guys explain something to me? Hmm. Just the no. other day. Yes. Just the other day, I went. I'm not trying to brag here, but I went for a recreational cycle ride. Hey. All right. You That's know, why you're looking ripped today. I put on my helmet mm-hmm. for safety. Mm-hmm. Okay. Put on my blinkers again for safety. Okay. Rolled up my pants leg and hit the hit the asphalt. Took a trip down what we in Los Angeles call the Arroyo Seco. Right. That would be the 110 freeway? That would be the 110 freeway. I was not literally on the 110 freeway. I was on the actual Arroyo Seco, the the Los Angeles River right next to the 110 freeway. There's a river next to the freeway? Yes. I didn't even know that. I'm always on the freeway. I can't see no river. Yeah, well, there's a river. It's a, it's a river in the Los Angeles sense, which is to say it's essentially an aqueduct. I see. So if you, were you to have been driving the 110 freeway, had you looked over at the you river? You would not have seen me. No? I would, because the river is deep. It's 15, 20 feet deep. What is the point of this story? The bike path. <laughs> so... I, I had never ridden along this bike path, mm. but I had always been interested in it. I'm a big fan of the Arroyo Seco, as you can tell. Yeah. I'm full of facts about mm-hmm. it. Sure. I've learned a lot today. So I get to the end, and there's a little park at the end. And in a lot of ways, it is a normal park. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not big. There's a structure, a play structure for children. Mm-hmm. There's a parking lot. One for the elderly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's just a wall showing 60 minutes. Mm. Um, it doesn't get much better. There's a little grassy field with a few trees. Mm-hmm. There's a older lady playing fetch with her small dog. Okay. There's also... Is she fetching or is the dog fetching? The dog is fetching. Okay. There's the, woman so is, f- the woman is lovely. <laughs> the dog is, is fetching. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there... Is that funny? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Fair enough. It's I think clever. It, was. it it's required clever. the clarification of the second part. But, right. But it was fun once we got to that part. Sure. Nice. So there's also – Guys, I, I'm going to leave. I need to workshop this. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's also in this, in this little park 
10 horse trailers in various states of repair and five roosters <laughs> wandering around wow. unattended. How, where did they come from? Who's taking care no of the roosters? No fucking idea. <laughs> There's no one there who seems responsible for the roosters. It's possible that the roosters belong to the lady with the dog, but she was certainly not paying. And those are incompatible yeah. pets. This damn urban farming thing has been it's, – it's gone too far, man. <laughs> You can't go anywhere where there's not an urban farm anymore, not even the Arroyo Seco. It was it it was so baff because not just the roosters. The roosters <laughs> lent it an air of sort of surrealistic Old. confusion, like yeah. the video game Mist. Sure. <laughs> or like a a Chinese <clears throat> train station or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But but all of the horse trailers, like I'm, pr- I don't know what this park is. Is definitely not a horse park. This park is like horses. This ho- park is like seventy yards long. Sure. This is not a horse riding area. There was no horses, <laughs> just horse trailers. Huh. And also, some of them looked pretty good, but some of them may have been abandoned. It's like a horse trailer company that bought and sold secondhand horse trailers, had lost the lease on its storage space, and just, and just like, figured, yeah, chuck them, throw, throw them in here. There's some fucking roosters. Nobody's paying attention to. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think, I think we'll solve the mystery when we learn which came first, mm. the chicken or the horse trailers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's it is weird because they are so kind of related to each other, but. It seems like they weren't there because of the same thing. Or maybe they were. I think when you keep chickens, you don't even want to have roosters. Why? why? The, the, will the roosters hurt the... No, because well, they chickens don't lay, they chickens don't like lay to eggs sleep in. and you can't eat them. Okay. Oh, well, They're just good. annoying. <laughs> and, a, and I don't think a hen needs to be inseminated to lay an egg. Yeah. You want... they, they lay eggs one way or the other. It's just sometimes they're fertilized, sometimes they're not. If I'm not mistaken, I would have... I would probably run that by a, a botanist <laughs> or something. Um, I, was, I, was, I was trying to think of the I, I was trying to think of um, the the last uh, animal husbandry thing that, that I read about. Did you read the um, Did you read the Mary Roach book Bonk? Uh, I did not read the Mary Roach book Bonk. I've I'm been, trying to think if I ever is that read the one anything about, about animal is that the husbandry. One, that's the one about that is the sex one. I did yeah. read that one. Yes, and I really enjoyed it. I was thinking, as I do all of Mary Roach's books. Sure. Uh, yeah. Not a not Stiff a. Stiff is the one that I have not read. Okay. Um, I'm just uneducated, so I'll sit here and listen for a while. Sure. Uh, the thing that I <laughs> they do uh, they go to a pig insemination. Uh, area in Denmark, like some some area, like a park. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to call it—a structure. A, a, it's like yeah. a region. Yeah, okay. it's like it's like, it's a like state. You go, if you want black forest carvings, you go to the black forest, forest. region of Germany. Yeah, sure. And there's a Austria. <laughs> the the amazing thing about so this this pig insemination destination, <laughs> mm. you know, an insemination destination. That's where I'm going uh, when, I, when I tour through there. Can we yeah. pitch a reality show called Insemination Destination? Yeah, it's I, like a Bourdain style how, thing, or, but with Jack. Oh, okay. Off. I so, thought how I think it should be. I think it should be. <laughs> Somehow I think it should be flipped with a colon, though. Destination, insemination. <laughs> yeah, was, I was thinking it was like this way. was like a duck dynasty thing. Mm. Oh, that's a good idea. What if it's about, oh, no, he's dead. 
I was thinking, not Little Willie John. Who's the guy who's saying I, I put a spell on you and comes out of the coffin? Oh, uh, Screaming Jay. Huh? Screaming Jay. It would follow Screaming Jay from place to place impregnating women. <laughs> oh, that's true. Sure. He would he love famously that. Famously had like 50 children. I would love to see a comic book about Screaming Jay Hawkins making his way across the land with a special Destination insemination. Let's get Brian K. Vaughn on the phone. I think he can do this. <laughs> oh, this God. I feel like if the, anyone can do it. I feel like the Rizzo should direct that movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Sure. Uh, there is a... Isn't Shouldn't very good at directing movies. movies. <laughs> well, I have seen the Riz's movie. That maybe. Uh, I think he'd do good with this material. Sure, I, I don't you know think what, he's found it, the right material. Could have been the material. I think we just could have been it. the material. Um, Did you know? Can I? I sure. just want to ask you a quick thing about the Riz. Please. Did you know he directed an entire movie that it, a feature film, a multi like a million dollar feature film that has never been released. He no. owns it, and he's and it's never been released. Other than the the karate thing. That yes. He so that is his second movie. Then. So this was much. Yeah. So it was. Oh, I'm much curious about rumored, this. It was much rumored that this film existed in hip hop circles, but I never believed it until I read. This article in the New York Times. So this about... is kind of like he, this is kind of his the day the clown cried. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Everyone that, needs one. That uh, uh, essentially what happened, according to him, was he made this film, and this was in an article about the man with the iron fist. But mm-hmm. ten years ago or something, he made this film. Right. He showed it to <clears throat> distributors. He got a $700,000 offer for the distribution rights. Wow. He wanted a million dollars, so he held out. They rescinded their offer, and no. it's just never been released in any form. What is it about? It's a kung fu movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. It's about, I think it's about Bobby Digital, uh, the Riz's character after the Riza. Okay. All right. Interesting. It's like a sci-fi kung fu movie, I think. Okay. okay. I'm making that up, though. That's not from memory. So the story is that he made a movie and it didn't get released. Yeah. I guess uh, – well, I guess that is kind of interesting. How can you be the RZA and not – like every time I you see – You could just put it on – look, think of all the movies that Master P released. Exactly. <laughs> you know rather, what I mean? Rather not. But the <laughs> – but I do – like whenever you see those straight-to-DVD things, it's like where did – Al Pacino or Brad Pitt find the time to make a movie so bad that I couldn't even hear about it as a guy who hosts a show where my job is to find <laughs> out about what people like Al Pacino are doing. This, where do, they, do they sneak off somewhere and, like, and make these movies in Guam? I don't – And related, if, if the dip set can make five, six, seven feature films <laughs> – you know what I mean? They get out to people. Yeah, yeah. Sure. You know, people have access to the Dipset's filmography. Yeah, why aren't we? Why if they can do it, why aren't we? Why ICP aren't we makes movies, right? right? Like yeah. Insane Clown Posse. Yeah, they? they think they have a western narratives. Yes. Let's oh, talk wow. about the. Insane I know. Clown. I'm like, oh god. I'm like, do I? I mean, I'm so curious, but it doesn't seem like something. I would to love watch out of cur- maybe it's like it's like a watch... super cut of best moments or something. <laughs> I don't want to watch one of those yeah. movies, but I do very much want to be in one. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. That's that's very reasonable. I can. You will be... spend you will spend four weeks on the set with them. You could. I don't know. That could that could be like a a, a gimp scenario from from Pulp Fiction, depending on how you play your cards. Oh, how yeah. find out? I think... like they're like you've been cast in the movie. Yeah, and then you wake up the next day. Right, and your bathtub filled with ice. <laughs> that's right. You're These in... are just an ela- their their movie is an elaborate scam to steal kidneys. Look, <laughs> the insane clown posse. They they have access to white people. <laughs> but a Master P, he needs a white guy for his movie. You know what I mean? I'm fucking super white. 
Are I mean, I guess... For a second, I thought you were saying that they should join forces and sort of like... You know, like, hey, look. ethnics? Yeah. I'm just saying... You've got so many white people. Yeah. It's like Red Rover. <laughs> well, I'm Draw just saying... our endless supply. I mean, they could cast you, but I mean, it seems like they... Oh, God, I can't, I can't remember his name. This would have been a great remark if I could have remembered the guy's name. The red-headed guy who's in all the Spike Lee movies. Oh. Michael Rappaport? Yeah. Don't That's they just right. get Rappaport for that stuff? They do just get Rappaport. Man. Get us Rappaport. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about when Rappaport was on uh, San Diego America? Uh, no. Uh-uh. Uh, Rappaport directed a very good documentary about a tribe called Quest. Mm-hmm. Um, and I maybe it's just because I care a lot about a tribe called Quest that I thought it was very good. But I think it is a very good movie. I cried a little bit. <laughs> and Michael Rappaport came over to do – it was a really emotionally intense movie. It was super, super emotionally intense. Really? Yeah. There's parts of it that are just sort of like this is what a tribe called Quest is and this is sort of the history of a tribe called Quest. But most of it is – them reuniting for a concert basically because Fife is sick oh, right. and needs Q-Tip to – but they, they're like at each other's necks. And Fife is sad that he's not in A Tribe Called Quest anymore I'm because sure. he doesn't have that much of a career as Fife Dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but Q-Tip has a – can just sort of show up to a, yeah. you know, a magazine party <laughs> and they just hand him an envelope with $10,000. That's You right. know what I mean? And all of a sudden he's cut an album. Yeah, he's sort doesn't of like – not remember doing it. He's a sort of David Byrne type figure. Like people will just pay him to <laughs> – be artsy and pretty. Look, a box sure. of Polaroids yeah. by Q-Tip. Yeah. Let's publish that shit. $500,000 advance. <laughs> Boom. Coffee table book. Done. Whereas Fife Dog is like a, he's like a, he's like a recruiter for a, for like a minor state college basketball team or something. <laughs> oh, man. So it's, it's pretty intense and sad and, and, you know, they call each other faggot and it's just really, <laughs> it's really raw. So anyway, sure. Rappaport came over. Mm-hmm. Fucking Rappaport, man. That guy is a delight. No wonder rappers like him so much. This guy is one of the most fun guys ever. Oh, yeah. Really? I, mean, back, uh, I mean, back on Fuel TV, Rappaport was basically Fuel TV's Al Roker. Really? <laughs> like, you, it, like, I mean, someone didn't show up. Call Rappaport. Get like, Rappaport. Rappaport will fucking skate down a thing and yeah. hurt himself. Rappaport is all about it. And hey, he you guys, is, let's agree. He's let's... a fun, charming guy. Totally. He's, and he's... Everything that you've seen of Michael Rappaport on screen and you think, is this manufactured? Like, is it? No. He's fucking, he's the real sure. deal. Oh, really? I, went to a, a I, went to a, I went to a celebrity basketball game that Rappaport played in, fucking owned everybody. He is was that... like stuffing people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. He was really good at basketball. I mean, just like in comparison to, you know, is, the other guys playing basketball. Is he really good at like slaying smart sharks? Uh, you know, as from in the, the movie, movie Deep Blue Sea. That's right. Which uh, he was in. Oh, Wouldn't he be... was in Deep Blue Sea, wasn't he? Yes, he was, sir. Sure. That is. By the way, can we just agree that for the rest of this hour, hour plus, whenever we're just at a loss for words, get Rappaport should be shouted. Get Rappaport. Yeah, yeah. that Bring should be in Rappaport. And I also think that you could sell that as a, a bumper sticker. Get Rappaport. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Let's that do is it. fun. Wasn't that a late 90s, early 2000s Woody Allen movie? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. I'm like, that sounds so familiar. That's Get oh, Rappaport. Oh I mean, I'm thinking God. of Get Carter. Get <laughs> Get, uh, get Shorty? Way, I, think I it, would like to see Michael Caine and Michael Rappaport do a movie together. I would, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Hasn't that happened yet? He'll do anything. Is Probably. It, is, it, is it true, by the way, that Michael Caine will take any job if you pay him enough? I've heard. That's what I've heard. I, the thing that I've heard about Michael Caine and his like weird – you know, career yeah. is that he picks movies based on where he gets to go to film them. 
Oh, really? So, yeah, I think he, like, I don't know, I guess the miscongeniality movies were just, like, filmed in exotic locations or something. <laughs> sure, sure. Wait, is Samoa. Michael Caine in the miscongeniality movies? I think so. Wow. This is This is evidence that he will basically take anything. But if that is true, then you need to tape an episode of your show in Pick Exotic Place and just scrounge up a bunch of cash and get uh, Michael Caine on your show. That is a good idea. Yeah, maybe Bali? Uh, the south of France? Yeah, that's great. Where do you want to go? Where you do should you check out Bollywood? Where, <laughs> yeah. Where do you think Michael Caine wants to go? Where hasn't he gone? I don't know where Michael Caine has gone. Michael, well, he's – I mean the guy's been all over the east, east end of London. <laughs> we know that. So you can't tape there. <laughs> Let's start yeah. with that. Get rid of that east end of London show that you were Too bad. Up and coming neighborhoods there. Up and coming neighborhoods. Um, the, uh, he, we could get Michael Caine in uh, – well, Pittsburgh – you know where I would like to go? Hmm. I'd like to go to Louisville, Kentucky okay. to check on the status of my kernel application. Mm. Or what? How's that going? I've, what is that? I've been sub- – <clears throat> look, I, I'm not trying to brag, Rico. I know that I know that in, in – you know, we're, we're peers in the world of public radio. Yeah. Um, I guess it just at the end of the day, it's just really cool that someone submitted my name to be a Kentucky Colonel. Oh, oh. <laughs> a Kentucky Colonel recommended me to be a Kentucky Colonel. Who's the Kentucky Colonel? Is he sane? He's a lawyer. He seems nice. Okay. <laughs> I think you might want to check into a few well. things about this gentleman. I don't know him. Do you think he may have submitted me for something else? <laughs> Sophie's List? He's like, I submitted yeah. you for Colonel. And next thing you know, you're in an ICP Wait, is Sophie's yeah, List yeah. anything? Or am With I conflating someone's... I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't... I know Angie's List is where you go to get a referral for... <laughs> right. For contractors. And then Sophie's Choice is where they you... have to you decide which child, child to, kill. to kill. That's right. Which is the list of sex offenders? That's somebody's list. Oh right? yeah, I yeah, I, I I'm a, oh Megan's law. Yeah, uh, Megan's list. <laughs> Megan's, Megan's list. Megan's list. Oh, that's sure. wrong. Uh, um, yeah, I don't. So wait, well, you were telling me about this Colonel dude. So if and Louisville if, also just seems nice. Charlottesville is somewhere I'd like mm, to visit. That's I true. Spent but a lot wait, of time in the. In, don't pivot away from the Colonel. You're going to be a Colonel, so I need to know about what well, that means. Fingers for crossed. Me. Knock on wood. Let's say you're a Colonel. What does that mean for me? Are you going to get? Well, me? I could potentially recommend you for Colonelship. That well, I think that's mainly mainly what it means. I think the main change it'll you know it, it'll have on your lifestyle is when you get angry, you are required to uh, fire two six. Guns up in the <laughs> That's air. That's what I'm hoping. Um, and also, if you can get me a small army, can I get a small private army? Well, from you? I, I will <laughs> be, army. in effect, a member of a small private army because so, I will be sworn to defend the governor of Kentucky. And as a colonel, you're a pretty high ranking member of that small army. So, yeah, the you only tell, bad like, news the private... is that all the other members of the army are also colonels. <laughs> oh, I see. It's a colonel <laughs> army. Yeah. Okay. So well, that's that'll that's fine. That seems like a lot of high ranking. You got to go through. I, I'm assuming once you get uh, elevated to the rank of colonel, you'll have to go through some version of SEAL training. So you'll be <laughs> able to like you'll have. Uh, I mean, you'll be able to wield. They I'm give pretty you a sure knife, they right? just give me a virgin mint julep and send me on my way <laughs> with a Bowie knife as a stir stick. Oh, that's true. Like Rambo style. Yeah. So it's a like basically it'll be a thousand of those guys. If you can lend them to me, I just have some actions that I want to undertake. Here. Oh, actions, <laughs> eh? Actions. Various. Perhaps, perhaps in Bali? <laughs> I, well, and thereabouts. I can't really let you know. I think we could make, but, mm-hmm. how about this for an idea? Sure. We get Master P on the line. Mm-hmm. All right. We, oh, what movies has Master P made, by the way? About it, about it. 
Okay. For one, <laughs> stop right there. You've already named we're gonna my come favorite. Ba- it, when we co- listen, we're going to take a quick break. Okay. When we come back, I will give you the filmography of Masterpiece. <laughs> That's okay. And that'll be the rest of our show. We'll be back in, Jordan, <laughs> in a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And Rico Galliano, host of The Dinner Party, formerly The Dinner Party Download. Pleased to be here. Okay, so his first film was I'm Bout It, which I incorrectly identified as Bout It, Bout It. Okay. Um, that, that, was the, that was the director's cut. You his, just wanted so much more of it that you His second it twice. film, uh, this is as director, but he wrote many of these films mm. and directed them. I mean, this is as producer, but he wrote and directed many of these films. Is there a Master verse Like, are all these connected? I'd like to think that they are. Okay. <laughs> it seems likely to me. Uh, so you got The Game of Life. The mm-hmm. Game of Life. Uh, you got I Got the Hookup, mm-hmm. which is probably the most significant yes. film in his milieu <clears throat> after I'm About It. His oeuvre. Um, you got Foolish, No Tomorrow, Lockdown. Of course, 2004 is still about it. <laughs> the still sequel about, to About It. You'd think that the sequel would be About It, About It. Yeah, you got Repos. Decisions. Of course, you have the family comedy Uncle P. It's about it's like Master P is like where uncle. where does one watch these? I feel like I haven't even seen these on Netflix. I instant. do believe that there was a point where he was actually selling like VHS tapes of these out of his car. Wow. I think I'm, I may be that I may be confusing him with you know with the punk band from the uh, early eighties. Yeah, it could be Green Day. Could Rapper be Green Day slash multimillionaire <laughs> P. Miller. It's Percy Miller. Mm-hmm. Becomes the guardian of his sister's three children. Which is this movie? uh, This movie is called Master P Makes a Movie Out of the Backstory of the Stand-Up Comedy (laughs) of Bernie Mac. Of Bernie Mac. (laughs) All of whom need a father figure in their lives. Uh, There's Internet Dating, which uh, that one was also, that one starred Cat Cat Williams. That's the name of the movie, Internet Dating? The Mailman. (laughs) I want to know what's, yeah, Internet Dating is the name of the movie. I want to know what the Mailman is all about. He wrote that. Well, he wrote the story. Okay. Then Britt O'Win wrote the screen story. <laughs> it was directed by David Geringer. This one, oh, this one doesn't have a, oh, man, this one doesn't have a summary. <laughs> the internet blows His most today. recent film was released in 2013. That's this year. It's what? called Uncle Willie's Family. Wow. Oh. So Uncle P, he jettisoned that character <clears throat> in favor of Uncle Willie. Master P is a fucking impresario. Haven't you seen that dude's cribs? That dude has no. gold leaf ceilings. Does that really, though? Does Real that gold. But once you get on cribs, uh, you kind of have to have a gold leaf ceiling or something of, of similar value. It feels like that's why you're on cribs in the first place. Yeah, but I'm saying it doesn't surprise me. No one me, has ever, it? no one has ever had a more extravagant home than Master P. Master on P. Cribs. Master I've, P. I've, 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 something I've heard about cribs is that sometimes it isn't the guy's house, but they'll what? just find a random mansion for the guy to tour around. You are upending my world. I mean, has anybody else heard that? I have not heard that. I'm not surprised. I will say that there's. There's really only a couple of good cribs that I can remember mm-hmm. that really stick out for me. One is the one where Master P has gold ceilings mm-hmm. with real gold. And <laughs> right. also Bow Wow has his own house and he has a Power Wheels Bentley. <laughs> um, so there's that. Uh, the other one is the one where Snoop Doggy Dog is at his house 
and then uh, Boys to Men and Jodeci come over to play basketball. Because that's what happens. Yeah, I remember that for two reasons. <clears throat> one, because it happened, and two, because one time I was hiking in Malibu and I was like, oh shit, there goes the basketball court where Jodeci nah. and uh, I think it was Jodeci and, and Boys to Men, if I'm remembering correctly. You just happened upon that, uh, it that, was, that scenario? It was R&B groups of the early 1990s that he's, that he's as he would like to say, cousins with. This is this reminds me of the video. Do you know the song "The Wrong Girl" by uh, Oh man, hold on a second. Edit this part. It's Usher. We don't with... edit this program. <laughs> we... You're thinking of your show. Yeah, you're thinking of this, a real show. This uh, this show is kind of like a Master P movie <laughs> of podcasts. I just let you in on it's something. One... It turns out that I'm actually really stupid, and I just like look on the internet a bunch of times and edit that out when we do it. It's show. just one long take. <laughs> The uh, it, it's Usher and uh, who was a Q, uh, who did in the closet? Uh, R. Kelly. R. Kelly. R. Kelly and trapped Usher, in the closet. Trapped in the closet. R. Kelly and Usher did a song together. Yes, it is called uh, "The Same Girl." Oh, and, I re- yes, it was like, yeah. And it is the video for it. Have you song. seen the video of it? No, it's a very similar thing because it's like these two guys. We are, we are led to believe in the video that Usher and and and, uh, and uh, R. Kelly. I'll just they'll have conversations on the phone about each other's girlfriend and if they were to d- discover mm. that they were dating the same woman he might have to immediately fly him on his private jet over where they can discuss this while playing basketball in their gigantic <laughs> private basketball court and then drive around in their you know hummers for a while singing sure um but so you're saying that in cribs though I I wanted to believe that that was a fiction but you're saying according to cribs this happens that yeah. they, they'll just come over they just come over Okay. Absolutely. And, you know, and fucking like, you know, Superfly or whatever is hanging out there. <laughs> and, you know, Nate Dogg, marginal member Daz Dillinger is there. S- S- Snoopy's Angels are there. Sounds like a big place. Um, but the other, Willie Nelson. Does Willie Nelson stop by? There's Yes. There's one I like other, that Snoop Dogg and Willie Nelson are friends. Yeah, because they're the most genial people in the world. Sure. Except sounds- Snoop's a little murdery. <laughs> right. He may have murdered. Yeah. So then there's one other really good Cribs, which I, if I'm remembering correctly, is Red Man's. Um, it might have been Method Man's, and I'm, but I think it was Red Man's Cribs. And it's just his shitty apartment in Long Island. You know, I. It's just yeah. fucking dirty. There's like a mattress on the floor. I remember, the, I remember an anti Cribs, uh, and, and this will really date stamp it. It's from the band Alien Ant Farm. Oh, <laughs> man. Uh, famous for their new metal cover of a Michael Jackson song. Yeah. Criminal, I think. I think it was yeah. Criminal. Um, you know, and that was at the zenith of that, right. and and uh, and he did a uh, and like it was like about their bass player or something, and he did a tour of his mom's house where he lived in like the <laughs> worst part of San Diego. But at the end, uh, all his friends come over for a barbecue. That's great. I thought that was great. Those are the good old days of MTV. What do they do now on MTV? Isn't What's it happening? sad that those are the good? Yep. Like, how can you <laughs> sure imagine is. a world in which in which MTV? Could get stupider mm. than pimp my ride and cribs, <laughs> right? Like no. how could well, you know? I get feel like we're nostalgic. I feel like we've doubled up on nostalgia because when that was happening, people were going, "Remember when MTV showed videos?" Yes. And yeah. now we're like, "Remember when the shows were kind of music related?" <laughs> yeah, and, and only sucked 
all the way instead of all the way and passed all the way into super sucking. Yeah, yeah. They didn't slip into evil. Yeah. (laughs) From shitty into evil. Is that what's happening now? Like, so you're still watching it. No, I but I've you know I've I saw I've seen the people from Jersey Shore on tele, on talk shows, <laughs> mm-hmm. I saw, so I think I've got all the information I need to render a decision. So here's the thing: this is old news, but it's new to me. You know how on Jersey Shore they went to maybe you don't know this on Jersey Shore there was a point of time, a long period of their show where they went to uh, Florence, Italy. Yeah, there was you an know? there was a whole season. Yeah, of that an show. entire. Se- Why do I know so much about this show that I've right. literally never seen a second of? <laughs> Precisely, I had only heard of the this. The only part of Jersey Shore I've seen is the part where where Snooky, whose name I know, mm-hmm. punches For, someone. That's, that's it. Oh, she <laughs> is she is clip. punched. Oh no! Oh, maybe, did she get punched? Oh, you, I know I the famous remember. thing was her getting punched, but I'm sure in the history of that show, she has punched <laughs> yeah. someone. So. I thought she punched someone. That's okay. Everybody got punched. At some yeah, point I, I sure. That's going to be cool. So we they all go to they go to Florence, mm-hmm. and they have to be the only people who have ever gone to Florence and spent the majority of their time wishing they were back in New Jersey. <laughs> they spent the entire. They were there for months and months, and and the end of it. By the way, the the reason I know this is I went. I was in a hotel room, and I started watching whatever was on TV late at night, and they had like a whole. Series of those things. They played the entire season of them. And, you and didn't Lawrence. have the money for the pay per view, and you needed I, something to jack I needed And it was you like, and you like them swarthy. I like them <laughs> Jersey, mm-hmm. and it was. But it's it's <laughs> astonishing. The ending of that season, they're like it's their last day. They can't. So you wait to so get you back to binge Jersey. watched this. It was crazy, like hours and hours of Jersey Shore. It was kind of like you know the the kid who doesn't do any drugs at all during high school and then oh yeah first day of college and it's fucking heroin sure. time. Mm-hmm. That's that was me with the Jersey Shore, and it was it, it, it <laughs> their last day in. In Florence, Italy, I'm talking about. Mm. They're like, oh, all we did was go to clubs for the last X number of months. We should go and do some sightseeing. Let's go, <laughs> let's go see the David, right? This is what anybody else does the moment you arrive in Florence. <laughs> sure. It's like I'm still jet lagged and I would really like some pasta. But we have to go stand in a line for five, five hours and see the, the David. They, did, they waited for like three months and, and were kind of like – Maybe maybe this would be something good to do. I think some of them don't even make it. I think some of them decide that they're bored. Would you say that these people on the television show Jersey Shore? Would you say that they're classy? Mm. They seem like classy types to you. Well, here's the it's because it sounds like you're impugning their level of class. Hmm. I'm not saying anything about their class. My impression of them mm-hmm. was that they were real Vienna ball season types. <laughs> <laughs> you know, white yeah. gloves the whole nine yards. It's true. Those guys ball danced like nobody's business. They seem they like real PBS Strauss. viewers. They're Strauss yeah. fans is what I'm they saying. They seem like if you gave them – if you said mm. you've got a month to do whatever you like, mm-hmm. they'd say, hey – can we get some Proust in here? <laughs> it was the hardest thing we about watching. We split our time between cotillions and regattas. <laughs> the, hardest, the hardest thing about watching the show was the endless, uh, you know, uh, analysis of Beethoven. It was just, it was too much after sure. a while. It was like, you know, I understand that you really enjoy waltzes. <laughs> and, right. But let's hear about a minuet every now and yeah, then. for crying sure. out loud. Can we get into sure. Baroque or something. Yeah, and you know what? Once in a while, I like to get drunk and foxtrot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Call me crazy. I, I, I didn't think you were going to add trot Press, to that. I pull the foxtrot plunger on the organ. <laughs> um, do you guys want to hear the rest of that uh, pig insemination thing? I do. Um, they so I guess so I, so there's this there's this pig insemination plant that right. has that has a, a high success rate. The pigs are 
inseminated when they need to be. And they go to great lengths to make sure the female pigs are aroused while they're being inseminated. Mm. Like it's not just – they don't just shove it in. Right. Because that helps helps create a welcoming environment inside – the pig's part. Yeah, and that's, that was kind of a big nice. thrust of the thing. It's like, well, there's no, you know, it, science. Well, the, the big thrust of the yeah. thing is the big thrust. This is yeah, the big thing. thrust of the uh, pig insemination. <laughs> but the secondary right. element is. Sure. Uh, you know, it's like, oh, it's, you know, science is kind of hazy on whether or not this actually helps, but they they believe in it. Like, they are firm believers in arouse the female pig. Okay. And one of the it's a methods faith for them, you're saying, yeah, right. Kind it's just religion. sure. It's, it's it's like a it's like just a, a folksy wisdom, you know, like <laughs> a calling, yeah, if you will. All right. And one of the techniques is a robotic pig on wheels, uh, <laughs> not unlike uh, Chompers, Chompers from a few years ago, and they drive it around in front of the pen. While it is emitting a pig pheromone gas. You remember a little while ago where you asked if we wanted to hear more about this? Mm-hmm. I'm realizing that I should have said no. <laughs> I'm realizing I shouldn't have ever diverged from this. Yeah. This should be a show where we call probably the show that I would like to host most. Mm-hmm. Is a show where you and I, Jordan, because mm-hmm. you're one of my best friends sure. and we've been working together for a long time. Sorry, Rico, you're out. <laughs> that <laughs> fucking sucks. We call Mary Roach on the phone. Okay. And we just say, can you tell us a fucking story? <laughs> and she says, yes, something, something, cosmonauts were fucking. Something, something, this is how you, you know, elephants fuck. <laughs> the, uh, if the, you do a show from the insemination place, by the way, I will bet you that Michael Kane will come on your show. Mm-hmm. That's true. I've heard he's just dying to go. Yeah. Kane is they were going to film Miss Congeniality 3 there, <laughs> they were really, but funding was, fell through. Sandy got busy. He would have been in. So the robot essentially <laughs> farts sex juices. Yes. And then the, then the lady robot... The the Lady no there's no the the male the male pig is the robot and the get, wait then where do the where do the robot pigs come from if they don't have parents Jordan oh uh, the Cabbage Patch <laughs> <laughs> the stork brings them to the Cabbage Patch gotcha jeez yeah well and now let's not get into the preemies mm-hmm. we know more about <laughs> this now than almost anyone in America by the way. The what? We now know more about this than almost anyone in America, by the way. Uh, know more about what? About pig insemination. I, I think this is a popular book. I think. R- really? Yeah, yeah. It's a very top-selling book. Oh, my God. Mary <laughs> Roach is – I'm shocked that you've never had Mary Roach on the on the dinner party. I'm, That's like the dinner party guest of all time. Really? It looks like she's Because she's fucking full show. of delightful anecdotes. Oh, fuck. She is like, we should get her She on. is an ocean of yeah. delightful anecdotes. And fu- she's one of the nicest ladies you could ever hope to meet. Jesse, what the fuck is wrong with me? I don't know. You're what? really dropping the ball on Mary Roach. I'll give you an email. Address the uh, the copy of Bonk that I got from my local library. Uh, the pages were stained beyond belief. <laughs> it was apparent, like uh, uh, it it really seemed like, like someone had been year old jacking it out off and... on this book. Sure, it's like the joy of sex, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you remember, by the way? I don't know. I don't know if you. Well, you're. I think you're a little younger than me. But there was a point. Mm. No, I think even in the eighties, like in the late seventies, early eighties, if you were staying over, if your you know your parents took you with them, they were you were staying over at a friend's house or something like that. You're what? Now we should clarify. You're. Early 60s? I'm, I'm about 90, between 90 and 60. Gotcha. And the, <laughs> between were, 90 and 60. There you are. We went, they, they, if you were, you know, whenever, the kid would always be put up in like the den. 
right. the books were, you mm-hmm. know, of, yeah. the, of the sure. family you were staying in. By put I, up, you mean like preserves? Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> kind of. You would be in there sleeping, and you'd be left alone to your own devices. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, you I, do anything I'm, you want that bell yeah, jar. That's right. I'm a, I'm a particularly <laughs> curious child at the age of, say, 12 or something about sure. sexuality. I learned that at the time anyway – Almost any of those dens with books in them. All you, parents' friends with dens had joy of sex. Had joy of sex. I've never seen joy of and sex. They yeah, never I've thought never to had take either. I guess I only know it as a pull. I mean, I know like the comedy idea of it is it's what a lot is, of hippies with hairy, hairy bushes and penises. Drawings of hippies. Oh, it's not actual photographs? I think there might have been a later version or maybe some, some wow. edition of it that had photographs. But there the, you go. the one that I saw, it's like kind of very <clears throat> realistic. You know, I like that drawings. later edition. They got photographs from legendary <laughs> sports photographer Walter Ios. <laughs> Those are great. They're really good. And it's like all Don Mattingly. That's the other good thing about it. <laughs> wow. A lot of flash Fucking drugs. himself. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, they use that same technique how Victorians used to insert fairies yeah. <laughs> into photos. <laughs> they use it to make Don Mattingly look like he's fucking himself. Yeah, sure. And there's also, you know, speaking, oh, speaking of Don Mattingly, have you seen that book? <laughs> Uh, that book where they put Don Mattingly in all the different outfits so he looks like he's like a sea captain or whatever. It's a, <laughs> I, I have not seen It's this. a Bill Wegman book. His Weimaraners uh, died and he just hired Don Mattingly. Okay. What? Yeah, it is, is a true? really Yeah, it's a really good book. It is a really <laughs> excellent like a good book. I checked it out of the library covered in semen stains. <laughs> covered in stains. Covered in oh, semen God, stains. It's not anyway, usable. Can we get Rappaport in here? Yeah, <laughs> Rappaport. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Coe. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Rico Galliano, host of The Dinner Party, and I'm just pleased to have been invited. Let's just stick with pleased to have been invited. You don't have to, you don't have to plug your show again. Yes, I do. We'll, we'll <laughs> plug your show at the end of the show. We already plugged what it once. What show? Oh, The Dinner Party. The one I host? Yeah, The Dinner Party Download. No, it's what it used to hey, The Dinner Party Download. Yeah, well, I miss words. plugging it from here on out because you know, you've all hyper-plugged it. We've, we, you know that we still call it Dinner Party kiss, Download. In kiss, house. kiss, I love you kiss, guys. kiss, kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take some fucking phone calls. Yay. Oh, but before we play of the first <clears throat> call, I want to say this, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Number one, we had a great time while you were gone last week, probably because you were, weren't there. Sure. Um, I can. I really. I really bring down a room. But you know, I know that you've been. Uh, you wrote that. You wrote that great pilot presentation mm-hmm. called "Freelance Beatdown" that people should check out on sure. YouTube. Mm. Um, I had a blast watching it. I think your next project should be something that me and Nick and Kurt Brownaller would like to pitch you. Mm. Um, it's a sitcom. It's called Pelican and Eagle. Mm-hmm. It's based on a listener who called in last week and he saw a pelican and an eagle that looked like they were probably friends. <laughs> it's a sort of modern day odd couple okay. type situation. Who's the messy one? It's a th- uh, pelican. Okay. Pelican keeps beers and ice in his uh, maw. Okay. What's that called? Beak. Yeah. In the flaps under his beak. Sure. So like his he bird just, jowls. He can just open it up and then there's there's bruise in there uh-huh. on ice. Oh, wow. wow. So whenever his buds come So he's come just over fucking wasted 24-7. Night, that dude is fucking- Dude, too, he too, is. Too, too drunk to always, dive. Always right? has a fresh buzz. Too, too drunk to dive? Yeah, I'm not really, I'm not really done it, doing anything fish. on spec these days. 
There's money in this. Yeah. Oh, really? I think we can sell this. Okay. I'm privileged to Well, no, it's just... I think this is. Do you want this me to is, get? Do you want me to get Animal Planet on the phone right now? <laughs> yeah, would you please? This can be their second comedy show after that one that Andy Kindler hosted. Oh, I didn't know he hosted it. <laughs> he hosted what? a talk show on Animal Planet called. I don't remember, but isn't that the best? <laughs> Were the guests? Was it just? Ja- it, ran him, for it was like, like two Jack, or three years. Was it Jack Hanna, like just the guest every day? Yeah. I think interview. I think it animals? was celebrities came on with their pets. Maybe. Oh man. Hmm. That, is, Andy, that does sound pretty why good. Why would you hire Andy Kindler? Besides the fact that he's one of the funniest people in the world. Yeah. Why would you hire Andy Kindler to host that show? Is know. it just because you like how he looks uncomfortable? Maybe he's an maybe Andy's an animal lover, yeah. actually. Maybe he, he could volunteer. Yeah, I don't know anything about he volunteered. his pet life. All I know is he's, he's, as, he's as funny as it gets. Nobody's funnier than Kindler. <clears throat> can we yeah, get Rappaport you, in here? <laughs> uh, let's listen to our first call. Hey, Jordan, Jessica, and possible guest. I'm calling in with a moment of shame. Uh, for the first time, 27 years old, and for the first time ever, I am broken down on the side of the highway. At, well, it happened at 10 after 5, and it is about quarter after 6, and I'm still waiting for my tow truck. Uh, so, yeah. Ever been broken down before? Not a lot of fun. And my phone is starting to die. So I figured I'd call in and uh, at least do one last cool thing before the rest of my day is ruined. Uh, so hope the show is great. Long time listener. Thanks, guys. Wow. You know what? Should we be giving him advice about <clears throat> what to do now? <laughs> Here's the thing. On the one hand, technically speaking... Your car breaking down on the side of the road is not that momentous of, a ca- mm. of an occasion. It's not very shameful. Even if you talk like a nerd wearing mm. a monocle. <laughs> However, that having been said, the fact that he called in mm-hmm. with his last cell phone batteries yeah. while yeah. stranded, super fucking fan. 10 stars. Yeah, super fan. Not shameful. In fact, the opposite of it. This is a moment of shame. This is a moment of glory. This is a moment yeah, of glory. It's a moment of realizing that you have your priorities straight. Fuck it yeah, would be man. a moment of shame if you realized that you put windshield wiper fluid in your gas tank. <laughs> yeah, you didn't <laughs> do that. <laughs> you know what you didn't do? That. You know what you did do? Call. And I really appreciated the fact that he knew it. Like, it wasn't right. just like, oh, crap, I'm running oh, no, out of batteries right now. He, yeah. It's like I'm gonna I'm I'm making the decision. Yeah, oh, I like I just personally like feeling that I am at the top of someone's priority list. That's right, and right. that he has you on speed dial too. Mm-hmm. Apparently, right. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about this guy. What <clears throat> I like about this guy is that he's got sense. This is the first time he's ever mm-hmm. broken down on the side of the road. He knows. You make a call. You get. You. It's like fucking. Who wants to be a millionaire? You make one call, and the other thing is. Like the Boy Scouts say, always be prepared. And there's no doubt this guy was an Eagle Scout. <laughs> always be prepared. He had the fucking phone number programmed into his phone, 206-984-4-FUN. That's what we ask people to do. Yeah. If, when something momentous happens to you, you can't go back to the tape <laughs> and look up the fucking phone number. Put it in now, 206 984 for fun, an ounce so of prepared. prevention. That's right. Is Pizza worth pound a cure. Sure, he, he could have pound used the last bit of battery foolish. on his cell phone to listen to the podcast to get the phone number. Yeah, did not have to. Could use that to call. You don't know exactly what the fuck. 
We're yeah. talking about Rico Galliano. Yeah. That's why you're a public radio celebrity. Yeah, fuck yeah. And uh, uh, by the way, I'm a little jealous because I don't think anybody would call my show. <laughs> well, you don't take calls. I mean, that's one of it, the That's probably problems. the primary reason. Maybe we should start taking calls. I want to get calls like that from people. I, I think feel... if you guys started taking calls really? in a few – and I don't encourage you to because that's our thing. <laughs> If I would just you say, were on my, on my next show, my name is now Jordan. <laughs> Brendan <laughs> hey. is named Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> I just say Phone number one, everywhere. first of all, you shouldn't start taking calls. We sort of invented radio shows taking calls. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of our deal. But go ahead. Joel. Sure. Uh Michael Savage will say that he invented it, yeah, but he guy, copied us. Yeah. According to him, he also invented doors. Sure. <laughs> um if you are I think if you did start taking calls. In a few months, as much as I hate to admit this, I think people would probably be having to decide who they called with their last bit of cell phone battery. Which show? Yeah. Rico or JJ Go. Rico or JJ Go. We could have a Tumblr where we just keep track, you know. Yeah. Tally it up. And then whoever's the winner. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Call in tallies. Dot Tumblr.com. That's exactly it. It would just, it would just sort of, it would sound, I imagine it sounding something like this. Been in this jungle for 14 days. That crocodile looks very hungry. Here's a joke I heard. That's someone calling into your show. The best part about it, too, is that he knows that, like, it's not going to be. You no, know, you only have celebrities tell jokes. The, oh, that's true. Here's, that's why. Here's something about me that you wouldn't guess. <laughs> I, I've never had sushi. And. And with that, I die. <laughs> um, that, but that was amazing. Your fans are super fans. And let's I'm take another call. Let's yeah. take another call. Let's see if what uh, weather momentous. Hey, Jordan, things. Jesse, and guests. This is Allie from the Midwest. I want you boys to know that I am halfway through my senior year of college. Last semester, I made the dean's list. I may have landed a badass internship. I have zero debt, and I just found my new favorite cheese: Immortal <laughs> Power. Plug it in. Fuck you. This is a girl. <laughs> That's what I say. Remember at the beginning of the show when I said fuck your audience? Yep. I was speaking specifically. Oh, wow. You know what? Number one, I'm glad. I mean, this is I'm – I'm embarrassed to say this in front of Rigo, so I don't want him to feel inadequate. You can say but anything. I'm glad that you Foxy can... College chicks still love our show. <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? That's number one. Yeah. That's true. That's number, rare She's the from the Midwest. Way. I like to imagine she's a little thick. Mm-hmm. Number two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like our crumb style is what you're yeah. thinking. Right. Not dense because she obviously graduated from college. No, so yeah. she knows what's what. Hell yeah. Just saying, you know. Like our, like our crumb style? Like full meant, on Amazonian? Thought, yeah. I thought you meant thick like thighs, you know. That's yeah, what I That's what I. That's what I meant. Trunk. He yeah. means like a little something something. Sure. Yeah. You know, nice. something to work with. Okay. So I'm a married man. Rico. Yes, you are. That's number one. Number two, I think it's a really good goal to have in your life to figure out what your favorite cheese is. Mine is Asiago. Mm -hmm. Always has been. Um, I mean, look, will will I decline the opportunities to consume a St. Andre? No. It's a delicious cheese. No, I've seen you. Did I go to a special store to buy my mom a special cheese that came from a special farm in France? Did you? Where they don't have electricity? That's a good question. Yeah, I fucking did. (laughs) Wow. I went over there. I bought that shit. It was $24 a pound. I bought some for my mom for Christmas. She wanted it. (laughs) You love the fuck She saw it in Savure. The uh, the job that I had. Favorite cheese, Jordan. Uh, uh, shredded Mexican blend. <laughs> what? 
He's from Orange County. Rico. <laughs> Oh man, um, uh, this this uh, English cheese that actually has like maple in it. Maple, yeah. <clears throat> oh fuck you. Hey, fuck Let's you. hear your cheese story. Fuck this chick. <laughs> uh, the job that I was, I've probably uh, been the worst at, and I've been bad at a lot of jobs. Uh, so this is an accomplishment. Was uh, I worked for a couple months? Uh, as... And let's be clear, you are worse at this job than you were being a production assistant. On a Thai game show. Was it Thai? It was Vietnamese? Vietnamese. Yes. Vietnamese. I was pretty good at it. I had that I had that down by the time I was the uh on the Vietnamese game you, show. To be clear, though, you don't speak Vietnamese, but yeah. luckily you both spoke French. <laughs> right, exactly. I want to see. Are there tapes of that? Uh, oh, God, I don't know. It's a, oh, you know, it was a variety show. Did we say it was a game show? You said yeah, game. it was a variety show. show. Okay, that's still awesome. Um, and, uh, and so I worked, I worked as the uh, barista at the coffee counter at this cheese shop that also had a coffee counter. Whoa, that doesn't sound good. And uh, they wanted us to be knowledgeable of the cheeses. So at the end of the day, the the owner would, you know, at, before we locked up, would take us aside and he'd give us a little taste of the new cheeses. Nice. And the most weird, decadent one that I remember was one that was uh, – that had a skin made of volcanic ash oh, yeah. and had been buried in a cave. They called it cave aged Gruyere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that. Like, is that a it's, is that a weird plus that I don't know about? Like, why does it being in a cave matter? It, it, I I don't know, it's but I will say that I've had, I've had cave aged Gruyere and it is. Deli- did you find it delicious? I do not remember. It is the delicious. Cheese. I should have said that instead of the other thing. Which, oh, by yeah. the way, I had. Can you really there. taste the cave? I can. You can. It's it's a taste of old cave <laughs> with every bite. It has little crystals in it. And I'm wow. not sure if that's from the cave aging or if there's many, many cheeses that or have crystals Or if you in it. just spilled your Pop Rocks. That's <laughs> – now, Pop Rocks cheese. Holy shit. We're going to make fucking good. tons of money, you guys. <laughs> Pop I've, Rocks cheese. I bought some chocolate cheese for my wife at Trader Joe's the other day. <laughs> wait, what kind of cheese? Sir? Chocolate Chocolate cheese. cheese. And What's that? Wait, what the fuck? It's the chocolate <laughs> inside of cheese. What? What? Huh. what? You, cheese and chocolate go together. They. Hmm. You worked they, at a cheese shop. You should know that. Is that – well, I didn't, but I didn't. I didn't know they made them, and there was one thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you get okay. it at Trader Ch- Joe's, my friend. Great. Ch- Choco cheese. It's a one in a long. This is what happens mm. when I go to Trader Cheez-a-lit. Joe's. It's. It, do they call it Cheezelit? I shop. No. It, I no, they don't. Why? It seems like a missed opportunity. Yeah, I agree. Thanks. Um, Sounds too much like Chicklet. <laughs> they actually. They it's actually. You wouldn't want someone to confuse it for a Bridget Jones mm. book. I think is the. Is the problem. I, yes. The main – the issue is that they switch the first sound of each word right. and then they just call it cheese. <laughs> that, that's the problem. Um, I, I end up at Trader Joe's. I will buy any fucking thing at Trader Joe's that I am not allowed to eat, which uh, is chocolate things. Mm, okay. And there are so many chocolate things at yeah, Trader Joe's. Yeah, I feel nuts. like they're going pretty nuts with the uh, – yeah. oh, I saw uh, I saw chocolate potato chips recently at Trader mm-hmm. Joe's. Mm-hmm. I'd love to eat that. They also got that cookie butter uh, that doesn't have chocolate in it. But it you might. know what? I Wait, had... cookie butter? Yeah. It's speculus is what it was originally called. They call it cookie butter. 
Speculus. Yeah, I know, right? Not a good name. That's something but for a genital exam. It is exactly <laughs> my first thought. That's an excretion. You know, that is. That's something you know that oozes from a pustule. You got, are you done with your joking? Are you done with your laughing up? Uh, Let's get serious. Uh, Let's yes, get serious I about am. this Because here's what's going to happen <laughs> yeah. whenever you eat the cookie butter. You are going to regret that you made fun of it. You know, I have had a taste of... you are going to marry it. I have what had a it? taste of the cookie butter, and I can say that I am... Th- it's a bandwagon that I am not on. Why the F it would you say is, that to I me guess right now? How I what would des- it? it's it's just like a spread. It's kind of like a Nutella. It's like kind- a dessert spread, but it's made of crushed cookies, Belgian cookies. This, the kind that you get on airplanes sometimes, they're kind of oh, yeah. toffee-ish a little bit. Like yeah, you know, it's, know it's a little yeah, ginger. Yeah. It tastes like spreadable gingerbread, oh, which is not yeah. my favorite dessert flavor. So right. I, you know, I, people are nuts for it, but I, I'm not. Uh, it's Jordan, I'm not I can't wagon. eat chocolate. So I'll go to the Trader Joe's. I'll buy <laughs> mm-hmm. chocolate covered any fucking thing sure. so I can watch my wife eat it. <laughs> Oh, man. It's like a paralyzed man that can't have sex. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the David Cross thing where he uh, is, he wants to like eat pork for Orthodox Jews. <laughs> you heard about this thing? He wants no. to say, oh, my God, this is so delicious. I wish you could have some. That's yeah. you with your wife and chocolate. That's me with my wife and chocolate. I'll buy any new chocolate-covered what the fuck <laughs> ever. Chocolate-covered bumblebee. And you haven't had the potato chips yet? No, because I can't eat chocolate, Or Jordan. she has not had the potato I chips I bought her yet. the potato chips. Okay. I bought her the potato chips. This time around, it was chocolate-covered, dark chocolate-covered cherries, and chocolate some other thing that was weirder than chocolate-covered cherries. I think that this is one of the – I think this is like an actual psychological perversion. Isn't this a gainer-feeder relationship? Isn't that what that's called? Gainer – I like that. I think that's that what sounds, it's called. It is sounds like something that would come from a study. Female pigs? <laughs> yeah. That would not be a surprise, would it? They, a gainer I think that it is like when you get sexually turned on by like feeding people until they get fat. I oh, get that's right, yeah. gastrically turned on. It really gets my juices flowing in the old belly. No. And then I can try and trick myself into thinking that peanut butter ice cream is as good as chocolate ice cream. Uh, there you are. Is that what you – that's what you – Peanut uh, butter is all there is. <laughs> At the end of the day, if you can't have chocolate, the old, look, vanilla ice cream is fine. Yeah. I don't have – vanilla ice cream is nice. It. It's nice. But it's obviously not as good as chocolate ice cream. <laughs> and it's not as good as vanilla ice cream with some kind of chocolate shit in it. And so all that's left – every kind of ice cream that has shit in it, one of the things is chocolate. Except for this one kind of Ben & Jerry's ice cream called – that's called – Bad taste. It used Monday. to be called What the Fluff – and then it changed to what a cluster. No, it's just called what the fuck. <laughs> and it's like peanut butter and uh, it's peanut butter and marshmallow and uh, peanut brittle or something. And there's okay. a peanut brittle mm. Ben and Jerry's too. Do That's you like all that? I can have. No, not yeah. that much. I like the cluster fluff one pretty good, but it's not as good as chocolate. I mean, but I can't eat that much chocolate. I'll get a headache. I'll I'm get a migraine. Cookie butter. You're okay. going to be fine. You're going to try out this cookie butter. I'm glad that I was here today because I can hmm. give this to you. This is my gift to you. Don't listen to your friend. Thank you. We'll I you. know a lot of – I'm not saying people are wrong who like cookie butter. I'm just saying that I don't think – it's not It's it's not the universal home run that people will All right. Will you know say. what, Jordan? My fucking horizons are narrow. Mm-hmm. If it's a B – yeah. A B is an A plus plus for me when it comes to tasty treats. See? Because at the end of the day, I can't – and the problem is I don't really care about candy. <coughs> like it's not like I don't like candy. I mean, candy's good, but it's it like, doesn't. I like yeah, yeah, yeah. I like a fatty. You're a savory. Sweet. 
I like a fatty sweet. I don't want I don't want just sugar. I'm, yeah. So it that means like your life what I want is ice cream, and all the good ice creams have chocolate in it. Let's take the next call. Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. Hey, any guests or possible co-hosts? And, of course, hey, uh, Sunny D. All right. So yeah, I have a presentation for you guys. Actually, I have two of them, but I'll get to them real quick. Uh, first one is I had a real Betty and Veronica situation going on, <laughs> and I finally was able to commit to the girl who is awesome and nice and amazing. You know, my friends like her and isn't mean to me. So she has a loser that, pussy. I'm fair. feeling really good about it. Uh, and the other one is I live in a very cold area, and yesterday my, the locks on my car all froze up, so I was climbing into the trunk of my car to get the car started. And... I slipped and smashed my face into the steering wheel, setting off the horn, ma- making it the only time I've ever laughed so hard while my nose was bleeding. So <laughs> thanks, guys. Bye. See, this guy knows what. Yeah. This well, guy knows how to radio. R.E. pussy tightness. Yeah. I think that. The here's the trade-off. I think W you're going slash with. R slash T. <laughs> sure, this is a lot Puss. different than public radio, by the mm-hmm. way. It's mm-hmm. a lot different mm-hmm. kind of vibe. I was I was uh, negotiating. This, this is actually this is actually broadcast on Pacifica Radio. Oh, oh shit! I was negotiating a distribution agreement for my public radio program yeah. uh, with a new distributor that I still can't say the name of, but hopefully next week. Um, and I they gave me a copy of their ethics policy and their language policy, and I was like. Can I ask that we just take my show Jordan Jesse Go as prior art yes. or something, yeah. like a thing that just... already exists and will continue to be as such? Yeah. Because you should know it violates all, all of, of these rules. Not, not going it is real racist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of hate speech. It's bigoted. It's bigoted. Oh, yeah. I wonder. Yeah, I guess. uh, uh, I've been accused of being racist on this program. Sure. To be fair, we've both been kind of racist on the show from time to time. In a fun way. Um, uh, Not only against Native Americans and their fucking fry bread. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) Try a pita. Uh, Running I horse. Cannot, I cannot participate in this conversation. Like literally, I can't do it. Um, Doesn't that suck? The pig insemination I, I thing. Yeah, I can talk um, about gainer feeders all you want. So when you're okay, right. great, we'll go back. Uh, oh, I was pussies. Uh, <laughs> so Betty's. Can please get back to the Betty's pussy. I bet is tighter. Right. But Veronica is better in the sack. Right. Like she's she she's more harder. confident. Does more stuff. She really puts her all into <clears throat> it. Sure. Yeah. Sees it as a performance. But, you know, as far as pussy tight. There's nothing like a Betty Jughead's and situation. Butthole. <laughs> Let me move on. I love that band. To Jughead's Butthole. Yeah. Great uh, great San Diego skate punk band. Awesome. Jughead's Butthole. <laughs> oh, Nitro Records, right? Nitro Records? They really are. But you know what? Open, you open for Bad Religion. Sure. This guy knows that <clears throat> one of the key elements of immoral power is true love. Mortal power. Immortal power. Yeah. I used to, I th- oh, I thought you said immoral power. And I'm no, like, immortal. Okay, excuse me. Immortal power. Okay. Our slogan for 2013 yeah. is true love. But, we, but we're still keeping our morality intact, right? He knows which way to go. Hmm. Look, I'm not going to lie to you. I was in a Betty and Veronica situation once. Hmm. You know who I chose? Hmm. My wife. Um... <laughs> Twelve years later, we're married. We have a child. That started as a not classy conversation, but it ended up pretty nice. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, man. 
as a it immortal ended, power. It, and now I'll never die. <laughs> uh oh. Fuck yeah. Uh, um, but but let's hey maybe we should move on to the part where he uh, climbs in through the back of the car. That's great. Oh that yeah, how sure. Did he get, his doors were frozen shut. I, that's what he said, and so he climbed in through Fucking the trunk. Cold places, which are also the means worst. dude is thin. He's fit. Yeah, so that's excellent. Do um, you ever find yourself thinking, Rico? You're from Pittsburgh. You live here in sunny yeah. Southern California. Yeah, yeah. I want to know if this is just something that Californians think, or if it's just, or if it's a general case. All right. When you hear about somebody that lives in a place that's really cold, like Detroit. Mm-hmm. Or Pittsburgh. Like, like I went to Detroit. Mm-hmm. Detroit is a beautiful city. It is. It's very affordable. Mm-hmm. But I was there and irrespective of the murders or the you know economic devastation or whatever, yeah. I sort of feel Neither. the same way yes. about Chicago, which uh, it does has, it has its fair share of murders, but is a spectacular city with a vibrant economy, Indeed. vibrant art scene. Like everything you would want in a city is in Chicago. Sure, right? different than Detroit a little. But when I'm there, I think, fuck, it's cold. <laughs> Do these people know that there's places that aren't cold? <laughs> yeah. They have these things called families, which suck, first of all, I got to okay, tell you. Right. So that's to... the thing. So let me, let me clarify because I'm glad you brought that up. There you are. I do make an exception for anyone who is, was born and raised in that place. But you, right. So you're mainly yelling at wandering Ronin. Yeah. Why would no, you wander like a samurai. Detroit? People move. <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm upset with is people <laughs> who move to Chicago – when they could move to another place that's like Chicago, that has the advantages of Chicago, but isn't that fucking cold. Okay, maybe maybe it's like Seattle. You're going to work. Oh, on I think the America. cold doesn't bother that people that people that 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 much. Yeah. Some people are not that bothered by cold. That's what it, it would seem. Now, first of all, I think you're correct. How did you know that, having grown up in California? I've heard it's tales. It's so cold. You're wise. I met a wandering Ronin. It's you're so cold. Wise beyond your state. It's so cold in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. another beautiful city, you know, a yeah. really lovely place. Minneapolis and St. Paul, both lovely cities. <laughs> yep. Can't quite decide what they are. but It's so fucking cold there mm-hmm. that they built a network of sky bridges that covers their entire downtown so they wouldn't have to go outdoors. Because the first day that it doesn't feel like that is like having an orgasm all day long. That's why. Yeah, I guess you really do like appreciate that first nice day. You appreciate you know? the night. It is. It is like a – I was like a... the shit out of the fact that it was 75 <laughs> after it was in the mid-50s all week. And I'm also being a little facetious because I got the fuck out of Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Get yourself is, a plane ticket. Let's yeah, do Joe. this. You know, you don't even – look. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were calling up another Move to call. Washington, D.C. Yeah. You don't even have to move to somewhere where there's no winter. It's – I just – I want you to move to somewhere where <coughs> there's no nightmare winter. My, Washington, D.C. doesn't have nightmare winters? No, Washington, D.C. is very cold. It snows a little bit. They have blizzards like up the ass last year. They like – Well, do, look. I'm not here to deal with the problem of global warming. No, no. I'm saying move to to a mild – it's a lot – the winter is a lot milder in Washington, D.C. or Atlanta or Dallas or something. Than Minneapolis. Places where there are winters Mm -hmm. than it is in fucking Minneapolis. That is true. Although I do think at a certain point it becomes a matter of degree. In in Pittsburgh, PA, which is not as bad as Minneapolis – uh, it, I remember a several week stretch where it was like negative. Two, I may, this is one of those things that I may have just made up in my head because <laughs> it felt like it. But I feel like it was like two solid weeks of negative twenty degrees in Minneapolis. 
you have to hire a man who comes to your house. And I know this because my soon-to-be former public radio distributor is based in Minneapolis. I've had many conversations with the wonderful people of Minneapolis. Mm. Well, until until they turned on me. But in Minneapolis, you have to hire a man who comes to your house to unfreeze your roof so it doesn't collapse. Yeah. He like goes up there with a hairdryer or something. I don't know. Yeah. To melt your roof so it doesn't collapse and murder your children <laughs> with ice spikes. <laughs> I would also like to know how often that like they overdo it and set the roof on fire in the middle of winter after and having like, gotten all There's the- a moderate difference bet- culturally. Between Minneapolis and another more southerly city in the United States, like St. Louis or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's a difference, definitely. You know, you got more northern Europeans in Minneapolis because they – they were already used to nightmare. (laughs) Like it seemed balmy to them. Norwegians. This (laughs) is like the beach. But here's the thing. The the real truth of the matter is – the differences between these cities are not that huge. No, we should compared to the relief that you would feel from not having to be concerned about death <laughs> four months out of the year due to exposure but from the, waiting for the bus. But consider, listen, you're a, you're a radio host. Millions and millions of people listen to you, so you have to consider the ramifications of your words here. If everybody takes your advice, hold on, point of information: tens of millions of people listen. Tens to of millions <laughs> of people don't. If, if imagine all the tens of millions of people living in Chicago who hear your voice, take your advice, all of them move to Los oh, Angeles, yeah. California. All of a sudden, this studio is renting for four million dollars a day. Sure, it'll be it'll be kind of a it'll it'll kind of it'll be you know kind of like the gangs of New York exactly. era. It'll be the you know not, uh, the natives, sure. which are us, versus. Uh, the lovely, thick Midwestern women. Move That's to- right. And the sad part is who's going to win those we'll guys? We'll have to fend them off. They, those guys will win. They're, they're descended think, from Vikings. I say they move to San Diego because San Diego could use some of their Midwestern values. Oh, I see. So you're, in a, you're going to – These are good people. Okay, so you're going to save the. This is actually. I, mean, I, I see. I think it uh, seems like you're uh, you're suggesting a kind of trail of tears. <laughs> you want to relocate <laughs> them. Trail of tears. Forty percent will die along know. the way. I actually a think trail I, of tears of attractive women with an extra five or ten pounds on their frame. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say extra, but sure. sure. <laughs> I disagree. I think there's a humanist impulse behind what you're saying. You want to? It'll save be a their trail. Lives. It'll be a trail of beers. I want to make their <laughs> lives better. You. I want to improve their lives. Because Jordan, you Jordan, were- Jordan. <laughs> what? Oh no! I just said trail of beers because they're from the Midwest. That's no. Stop chanting. But do you oh, no. see? Do you see what I'm saying? Because Chicago, <laughs> to give the example of Chicago, it is in many ways a perfect city. That fetching dog thing was pretty funny too. Oh, yeah. stop it! Oh my it's God! Where do those people come from? It's beautiful. <laughs> There's vibrant cultural scene. There's really good sausages. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There's we could use some of those sausages. Dude, if if we had half of the quality processed meats <laughs> in Los Angeles that we could, that you could get in the, people tell you you can get any kind of food in Los Angeles. You can't get a high quality processed meat. No, no, no. Like you can in the upper Midwest. No, absolutely. So but we, bring <clears throat> the sausages with you. Exactly. So this is so, so bring good. your sausage technology. But I just don't think you're thinking it through, Jesse. I think that we what we gain it's in so sausage cold. we no lose in innocence. Think. 
There's no That's time what I'm to saying. think it's too cold. All right, okay. <laughs> My nose hurts. I don't understand why you're mad at them. He's not. I'm not mad at them. He's mad yeah. with them. I'm trying to help them. <laughs> they probably just like it there. They just do. set it up in Fresno. <laughs> I can tell you that they don't like it when it's when it's when it's. Oh snow. sure. As a Pittsburgher, they don't like it. They don't. They, when it's cold, they bitch about it all yeah, the time. Yeah, they're not fools. These yeah. are smart people, Jordan. Don't underestimate them just I'm because sorry. they have fuller frames that you're attracted to. <laughs> That's and are, true. And are a little, a little drunker more of a the A little time. drunker. They gotta be. It's yeah, I guess, you're, I guess you have alcohol. Yeah. It's too cold. It's and the only way to protect themselves. Keeps them warm. When That's clothes right. are not enough. I do. Uh, yeah, That's it seems right. like, it does seem like those cold places do have a more like vibrant, fun drinking culture. That and it is, true. yeah, it is to be a coping mechanism. Mm. But it makes things fun. I had you a know friend what? Move who... to Seattle where it's rainy and that's why they drink. <laughs> not where it's so cold that you have to have a hire a man to light your roof on fire. <laughs> By, out of necessity. I have a friend who is, uh, who's living in Norway and he said that the Norwegian winter was like the hottest summer that he'd ever been in because all anybody does is go to bars. <laughs> it's like 5,000 people packed in a bar and they have tons of free oil from the North Sea. So they just oh, oh, crank yeah. that heat up there. A friend of my wife's did a semester abroad in St. Petersburg, Russia. And it was uh, in the winter. And her apartment... Like many apartments in St. Petersburg, Russia, had no heat. What? And so what she would do is every night she would put on all of the clothes she had. <laughs> Literally. This is not me being hyperbolic. I've confirmed this with her directly. Put on all of the clothes she had. <laughs> And drink until she fell asleep. <laughs> because it was the only way you could fall asleep because it was so cold. Is just, to be. Let's go to why the hell do you make them without heat in St. Petersburg? Because it's communism. You don't have a lot of resources. All right. Well, then let's bring it back. You know, you're right. But let's bring it back to L.A. Why is it that the streets in L.A. do not drain when it rains every year in Los Angeles? <laughs> This is not a new thing. It's not like, oh, shit, it rained? What the fuck? It rains for people who are in L.A. Sure. You think it's sunny here all the time. It's not. It, like, it, it rains a lot in uh, January. Sir? What? I would ask that you take up this line of questioning with Tony, the aforementioned Tony, 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 who okay. have confirmed definitively that it never rains in Southern California. Oh. I think we were talking about Tony, Tony, Tony off mic. Yeah. Oh, were we? Yeah. That's okay. But I mean, aforementioned on this program. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aforementioned in my life because I really love sure. Tony, Tony, Tony. He certainly. You know what know. I found out I also love? Hmm. Timex Social Club. The wow. pre Tony, 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 Tony. Oh. Next wow. call, please. We got one more call, Sunny D. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, greetings, Jordan, Jesse, go. Uh, greetings, congested this is man. Matt Crow <laughs> from Keokuk, Iowa, yeah, calling with a momentous occasion. I had just now come out of general anesthesia <laughs> uh, from the second rotator cuff repair in as many months. Uh, this is the culmination of four years of increasing discomfort. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, now both of my shoulders have been repaired, and um, that's a kind of a good thing for me. And just uh, as a punch-up for your demographic, I happen to be a 57-year-old machinist. Yeah, this I guy love knows your what... show, and I'm looking forward to listening to your show as I lie around the house 
in a stupor for the next couple of days. <laughs> Bravo. Uh, you know, thanks this, for being the, Jordan Jesse Go. You know how this guy hurt his uh, rotator cuff? <clears throat> he was uh, machining. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You made a, He heard that episode of Jordan Jesse Go where you said your favorite uh, genre of movies was Santa movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he laughed so hard that he flipped <laughs> and he caught oh, his man. shoulder in the Drill press. God, I guess it'll just have to be less hilarious then. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just not. I don't know how I'm going to do that. Um, by the way, you know, remember the guy from the beginning of this phone-in segment that had his priorities in order? Yeah. That guy's a pussy. <laughs> that guy's yeah. got nothing on this dude. Yeah, you've been Check usurped, friend. Did Sorry. This, so this is basically your best. This is what could best top band. this? No, but nothing, right? Maybe uh, if a he... ball surgery. Yeah, <laughs> surgery on your balls. Maybe if you're if you're actually under fire in a war and you're calling in a maybe? brain swap. <laughs> a brain. Oh yeah. Hi, I'm calling from my new body. Uh, hi, I'm calling from the body of a monkey. <laughs> sure. <laughs> hi. Wanted you to be the first I'm, to know. Hi, I'm calling from a jar with a system of electrodes and a speaker <laughs> on the front. <laughs> right. These are wood top. The rotator cuff surgery yeah. coming out of uh, yeah. Have you have you had have you guys been under uh, you know anesthesia? Have I've never been. Before? I'm terrified. I, of it. I have. Yeah, yeah. It is. It's great. The 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 only thing I remember. I don't remember. I can't believe that that guy actually called. I don't yeah. remember coming out of it at all. I remember going under because the woman who was my anesthesiologist actually said, "All right, Rico, here comes the good stuff." Like actually, <laughs> she like enjoyed. <laughs> and then she being, put a spoonful of cookie butter you know, in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> she enjoys being out. a legal pusher. She's yeah. like really owning that. Like she should have been wearing a pimp for what, what Yeah, if... the first one's free, baby. <laughs> You'll be back. <laughs> Jordan, why back. were you under anesthesia? Oh, uh, well, I had that um, leg surgery in high school and then uh, for my kidney stone. You had a leg surgery in yeah, high school? Yeah, I got hit by a car. What? What? Yeah, I got hit by a car my freshman year of I've high school. I've known you for 12 oh. years and I did not know that. Yeah. How hard? Uh pretty hard hard enough that he needed surgery yeah i broke my femur you broke your femur i broke my femur is it did it have to be repaired does it have a pin in it or anything uh it did they took the pin out it was a it was a a rod it was like a steel rod wow that's tough they took it out they did take it out yeah i had to have two surgeries yeah Yeah, i forgive you for the cookie butter thing that makes you hard ass thanks man so you're welcome thanks man Um, (laughs) well i bet your asshole is so tight jordan (laughs) it's really it's really tight not after the surgery. I'm like, hey, loosen it up a little bit back there. Jughead's having a hard time getting it in. Suddenly I'm feeling like rotator cuff guy, though, is not really that great. I mean, like if, if he had called after yeah. he got hit by a freaking car. That you would know, be cool. I loved it. It was my freshman year of high school, and that was like – I mean, like high school for me, like my – you know, I put so much energy into being like goofy in high school. I can't sure. believe that. And uh, I loved that I got to have crutches, and then for a little while after, I got to have a cane. Oh, I got to walk man. with a cane, and I'm like, yay! Oh, oh, everyone's noticing me. Oh, I'm goofing around. A prop forever. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. An affect. <laughs> Hooray! You, you're at the doctor's office. They're like, Jordan, your condition seems to have once again worsened rather than improved. Well, they seem to... self-inflicted. These have, you, <laughs> have you been tap dancing again? <laughs> have you been shuffling off to Buffalo? We now need to put you in a full body brace. Yeah. My Why eye you... feels weird. How about a monocle? I want to thank uh, – before we go, I, uh, I want to thank all of the good people out there who have taken the time, mm-hmm. you know, t- taken the time sure. to make – more powerful than ever fan art. Yeah. It's not just Xylo art. <laughs> Xylo art has made some really good sure. ones. She she made 
two options. One where you can see the dick and one where you can't see the dick. Oh, that's nice. Um, so one's one one's for DVD and one's you can play on Showtime. Rico, we mm-hmm. should explain. Our official yeah. slogan for 2013 is immortal, immortal power. power. Plug it. it in. Yeah, I know that. And I conceived of a sort of visual representation of this, which is a dude, sort of Tom's of Finland style dude, <laughs> right. who's riding an orca. Oh, and the orca's cresting out I of the water. I think it's just Tom of Finland. I think Tom's of Finland is a muscular biker uh, fucking a third world child's shoes. <laughs> but is Orca a euphemism, by the way? It's not just a biker covering himself in toothpaste? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the guy is fucking the Orca. Mm. Oh, did I mention that he's fucking no, the Orca? No, he said riding. He he's said fucking riding. the blowhole. So you mean he's fucking it. So it's cresting, mm-hmm. but he's sort of arched back in a sort of sexy way. <laughs> right. And his dick's you, in the You don't need hole. to even continue. I can visual. I know what comes next. That's the lightning bolts? You know about the lightning bolts? <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't. So there's lightning bolts shooting out of him. Those Jesse, Rico's had sex before. He knows about the lightning bolts. <laughs> Sorry. He's read, or at least, at the very least, has read The Joy of Sex in a uh, just family a, friend's drawing room. We're just a little bit north of San Diego. We know what happens when you get an orc sure. <laughs> and a biker in the We've same been room getting together. some really good stuff. <laughs> People have been tweeting me stuff. I really appreciate it. Uh, you can tweet it at me at Jesse Thorne, or you can post it in our forum. I've been posting some of my favorites on my Tumblr, jessethorne.tumblr.com. There's been some really wonderful stuff. And I also want to thank this dude who made some great concept art for uh, Pelican and Eagle. Um, He made a really beautiful thing. He showed the Pelican with the beers Hmm. in in his thing. It looks really good. I think think it's really going to convince the Animal Planet people. Okay. But did he do it while coming out of anesthesia? Which one does Kindler do the voice of? Hmm. I think he does the he does eagle. Yeah, because he's a little sort more of uptight. Uptight. Sure. uptight. Now that makes eagle Jewier than I thought before. Yeah, but I'm yeah. You kind of want that. something more all. You can maybe like a Patrick Warburton does the eagle voice. <laughs> well, I no, because like Patrick eagle. Warburton's too swashbuckly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I want something for an eagle. Oh, David Hyde Pierce. Okay, okay. Right, done. Yeah, that yeah. was easy. That's America. <laughs> David Hyde Pierce, and Kindler is definitely in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if Kindler wants in. It's like Maria Bamford. You know, like if they want in, they're in. Is there a role, is there a role for Mary Roche? <clears throat> oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I just thought you would she want She writes to. the novelization. Okay. There you <laughs> go. Yeah. It, within, the, within the show as well. She writes the actual novelization in the real That's world. That's a little bit hypertextual, my friend. This okay. isn't Arrested Development. We're going to have jokes, Millennials not are just allusions to things. There are great jokes in Arrested Development. <laughs> An Alrapist. The best one. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> so I think about that about once a month. <laughs> the good news is no Charlize Theron in our show. Mm. <laughs> right. Uh, that's all. But our you calls. know what? Yeah, if she wants to be, two oh six hang out. That's nice. Well, she can certainly come by and hang out. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. like a cool lady. You know, I think yeah. as long as we're not making her play a play a broad character, right? I think as that... long as we're not asking her to be funny. Sure, sure. We can ask, wants... ask her to be a beautiful woman and a mm-hmm. gifted actress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She can come by. She can stay in your vibrator. Yeah. You know? We should talk. Oh, we didn't get to talk <laughs> by, about by, your vibrator. We were talking about the, the, the rocket ship ride outside. By yeah. vibrator, we mean the rocket that is, ship ride. We're not kidding. That's the sad part. Is yeah. That we actually are talking about a rocket yeah. ship ride. Look, we've had a lot of fun. Yeah. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. La, 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 la. Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Rico Galliano here. By the way, Jordan, Brian's new nickname is Sunny D. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's that's great. 
You know why? His sunny disposition? You got it. Okay. You know exactly I figured that what's out. going on. And I always choose him before I would choose purple stuff. Sure. <laughs> That's the two reasons. <laughs> I mean, if, if Brian wasn't there and there was just purple stuff, I guess I would have it. Because I've been outside playing football with my multiracial group of friends. Sure. Sure. But if the choice was between Brian or purple stuff, mm. Sunny D all the way. Cooper Grape. Hey, listen. Yeah. America, good. you want to hear a celebrity tell a joke? You want to hear a, a recipe for a themed cocktail? Mm. You want to hear uh, 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 interviews? Very with fa- focused, very focused interview with a spectacular celebrity guest. I think I see where you're going with this, Thorn. You know, there's no, there's no hope for you. You're fucked. <laughs> there's, <laughs> no, there's no program. Oh no, that's not actually true. What? There is actually a program. What? Let me tell you a little what? bit about it. It's called the dinner party, and I host that shit. My first guess. My first guess was going to be the Splendid Table. <laughs> but now that you say it's the dinner party, that is – that does, does that sound – Does that ring a bell? Yeah. That yeah, does familiar. sound a bell. You do that with, with your, uh, your little buddy uh, Brandon Francis Noonan. That's right. He's Noon- actually a Noonan? taller – Noonan or Newman. Noonan. Noonan. This is interesting. My last name is Galliano and has yeah. a silent G in it and more people mispronounce his name because it looks like a trick. Well, your name, your name, is, a, your name is a real name. <laughs> You're saying no offense to Mr. Noonan, but that's not a real name. That's something you give a baby to chew on. <laughs> that's a typographical. Here's error. your Noonan. You want your Noonan? That is not. You want to go see it is Nana? A, it is a fine, upstanding Peppa? name. That's I'm, a drunk person at Ellis Island. It is not. I just think it looks like it looks when you look at his name, it looks like you have become dyslexic. Right. <laughs> You're like, wait, there's something wrong, and people just get it wrong, and it's it's crazy. But anyway. It's a, a very, good man, a good man. It's a, it's a very. When I look at the name of the uh, that little girl from Beasts of the Southern Wild, I feel like I have the bends. Go, go check out the names of her sisters. By the way, I cannot remember what they are, yeah. but they're equally as long and torturous, and you should check that out. Great, great. <laughs> your, your Majesty is one of them. <laughs> Wait, what? Your Majesty. Hmm. It's Jermaine Jackson's son's name. Really? Yeah. That's oh, cool. My word. But let's get serious. Yeah. If I might allude to my favorite Jermaine Jackson hit. Okay. <laughs> you may. It's been great to have you on the program. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. And hello uh, to all your fabulous listeners and fans. People can, people can find your show, uh, <clears throat> The Dinner Party, in, in their information tunes uh, and on their radios in uh, many radio stations across the country. That is correct. More um, and more. And probably at publicradio.org, which is the website of American <clears throat> Public Media? Uh, maybe, but you can just go to dinnerpartydownload.org and you'll find it there easier. You should drop the download. It's not the name of the show anymore. We, we're fond of it still. We like we like remembering our roots. We're never going to forget the. I'm sure you probably yeah. I'm sure the dinner party is already something. Yeah, it's uh... it's like a really thorough lemon party. <laughs> Jesus I, I, Christ! I honestly had never thought of that, but yeah. thanks. Yeah, no Sometimes problem. I think it'd be fun to do. Remember at the beginning when we would when we were clean for a while, we did clean shows for a little while. Really? Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, we did. We were we we worked clean for for a few episodes. Why? Huh? Because when figured, we first started, yeah. No, oh, I didn't know we that. We wanted to be accessible to all ages. Okay. Remember, we had like a ten-year-old fan. Remember that? Oh. I don't remember the ten-year-old. Our show has fan. gotten more and more vulgar sure. over the years. It is. Uh, I've noticed. Remember the fifteen-year-old that came more here depressed. from? Do you remember the fifteen-year-old that came here from Northern Europe to do a week-long internship, which apparently is a thing that happens in the place that he was from? I oh, remember. I do remember that. Yeah. He's a nice huh. young man. Yeah. He emailed me recently. Oh. How's he doing? email back. He's doing great. No oh, good. He's going to college. This is fantastic. Uh, anyway, yeah. are you saying do you want to do you want to go back to that? I mean, I'm. I mean, we could do like uh, we could do like Peepums and do a clean like holiday show. 
No, let's do a clean holiday show. It's we can do one for Martin. Year. We can do it for Martin Luther King Day. For the Reverend Martin Luther King Day. Yeah, this I mean, will come out on Martin Luther King Day. So it would oh, okay. be weird if we. You could go. Uh, 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 let's re-record of... this, but yeah. Clean. <laughs> let's do a. Rom- I still want to do the Betty and Veronica's pussies stuff. Let's I know do a do. romantic <laughs> show that's clean for. Oh, something you can listen to with your with, with your honey with lover, your sweetheart. Okay. Well, no, shouldn't the Valentine's Day one be extra vulgar? Mm, no, it'll be like. Brian McKnight type situation and not the new Brian McKnight where he sings novelty songs that are about fucking I'm mm-hmm. talking about like the tasteful like a John B you know what I mean I don't. like John B I don't know who John B I don't know who John B is Jesse Jesse do you guys public. not know anything about early 90s R&B no I'm sorry I actually had an do you guys not even know that Timex Social Club got sued by Timex and had to change their name to Club Nouveau it turns no. out I don't know that Christ almighty. Look, 206-9844-FUN is our number. Sonny D, Brian Fernandez on the boards. Thank you, Brian. We'll be back next week. I'm Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs>